0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, we will recap all the Christmas Day games. There were five games on the schedule, so we will talk about each and every one and the different ramifications and so forth. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay guys, so we're going to talk about the Christmas Day games. There were five games that were played. And we'll talk about each one of them. So, let's get into it guys. Christmas Day, so that's now one of the crown days in the NBA calendar. So, uh, all the games on Prime Time. You got it on ABC and... ESPN so it's like a joint simulcast so uh so (laughs) you're able to see every single game it seems here so all right so let's get into it shall we let's talk about the first game at noon the Knicks hosting the Philadelphia 76ers and in a game that was pretty close until about the fourth quarter, and then the doors sort of blew off, sort to of speak. So, and the Sixers get the win over the Knicks, one nineteen to one twelve. So, and in that game, Joel Embiid has a very good game, thirty five points for him. Then you had uh, James Harden in that game. Uh, 29 points for him as well. Well, for him that is along with 5 assists. No, not 5 assists. Thir- 5 3-pointers in that game. I'm sorry. 5 3-pointers in the game. And also he has 13 assists, 4 rebounds, 4 steals for the Sixers. So... And then, for the Knicks, Julius Randle leads the way with 35 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. Jalen Brunson has a nice game there. 23 points, 11 assists for him. And then you have R.J. Barrett. Not such a great game, 17 points. He does it on 6 of 21 shooting. Not good. But he does have 10 rebounds and 4 assists in that game. And pretty much the uh, the bench there late, uh, thanks to uh, uh, Gorgas Han- uh, Nying, uh, he he has a solid game off the bench for them, uh, for the Sixers. And in terms of the Knicks bench, not too much. Outside of Quickly's eleven points, so uh, so this was a game that was you know pretty much neck and neck, but the fourth quarter just could Knicks couldn't get it done in that regard. So so they get the loss at home in that game. So uh, so tough one for the the home team, the Knicks. So. All right, so we'll move on to the second game. The second game is Dallas hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. And then remember, uh, at halftime, um, well, in this game, they were able to unveil the Dirk Nowitzki statue that's in front of their arena there. So, um but, this is a game where it was kind of close uh, at the half. In fact, uh, Dallas was down 54-43 to 43 at the half. But, they then explode for 51 points in the third quarter. As Dallas overtakes the Lakers. 124-115 to 115 in that one. So, Luka Doncic, uh, Lakers couldn't do much with him. 32 points for him, along with nine assists, so nine rebounds as well. So it's a game where he flirts with that triple-double. And he also has two steals, by the way, in the game. So Luka Doncic continuing to play above his skis and then some there. Uh, Christian Wood with a, I would say his best game as a Dallas Maverick. 30 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals, and 2 blocks. So, Christian Wood. This is the Christian Wood they traded for. This is a guy who I think with his presence inside can make the difference for this Dallas Maverick club. But they got to get some help, man. They got to get some help from others. And they happened to do that this day with Tim Hardaway Jr., Dropping twenty six points, of of those twenty six points, six were three pointers, and he had six rebounds as well. So I tell you what, guys, if Dallas gets any semblance of scoring outside of uh, Luca and Christian Wood, man, they're gonna be a problem. So, uh, so. So those guys getting it done for that team. And uh, a pretty solid game for Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock is a guy who they desperately need. They need his defense. They need his timely shooting as well. Uh, they they need the guy. So uh, Spencer Didwood, didn't have that great a game in this one. He did have eight assists for them, so that helps. But... Dallas, for them to you know, to at least match what they did last year, um, how deep a run they had um, for um, for that squad last year. So, uh, can they duplicate that? Sure, they can. I, I think they can do it. But again, uh, help is needed on all fronts. And then for the Lakers in the loss. Uh, LeBron James, 38 points, six rebounds, five assists in that game. So LeBron doing it all upon his own once again, uh, looking much like the early Cavalier days when he first entered the league. Uh, did get contributions from the bench, uh, Russell Westbrook, who has uh, he's gone above and beyond to accept this bench role. Uh, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists for him. And Austin Reeves actually now coming from the bench. Uh, 16 points for him in this one um, for the Lakers. But again, they're missing their big, the big cog in their wheel, Anthony Davis. They need him in order to at least show some semblance of a team that could possibly knock on the door of the playoffs. So, uh, until then, they will struggle until he arrives back on the court. So, So that's your second game. The third game, uh, Boston Celtics hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. And another game that was close at the half with the Celtics leading by one in the half. But, eventually... Um, exploding in the second half, thus putting the game out of reach for Milwaukee. And again, I've been citing Milwaukee. There's something missing there. I, I can't put my finger on it. Um, you know, one could point to Chris Middleton's health not being 100%, but they did start out the gate pretty hot without him. So, uh, so, Getting them back healthy is key for them, I think. Definitely key. But, it seems something else is missing. I don't know what it is. But, in any event, let's talk about uh, Boston. Jason Tatum, 41 points for him as he continues his MVP-like season. Uh, 41 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. And then Jalen Brown supporting him as always 29 points five rebounds and four assists for him for those boston celtics there so of course getting the contribution from the big two and then uh getting uh timely hooping from others such as horace uh al Hawford uh guys like Derek white getting some Uh, production from them. Marcus Smart playing from his point guard position getting 8 assists. Uh, Getting bench help from the likes of Grant Williams helps as well. And of course the big key for Boston having a healthy Robert Williams III in tow. He played in this game 14 um, minutes for him uh, in uh, they're slowly integrating him back into the fold. So uh, I say probably once you get out of the all-star break, I think you're going to see his minutes bump up, if provided there's no further aggravation of injuries for Williams. So uh, and it, when that happens, I mean, they're already playing great now. That's only going to help this team. And Joe Missoula, let's talk about him and the work he's done with this team. He He's kept his team humming. He's kept his team humming. I know people say, oh, you know, he's just running uh, Oduka's system. M.A. Oduka, who, of course, is suspended for the year. But still, it's something about consistency, having a voice there that has been there, who knows, you know, who pretty much knows what he's doing and sound like Missoula does. It seems certainly seems that way. So, um, so Boston continuing to hum along regardless. So, with that said, Boston gets the win here. The fourth game on the schedule: Golden State Warriors, who come into this game limping a bit. Uh um, huh. After going east and getting shellacked by the likes of the Nets, the Knicks, and so forth. Uh, they host the Memphis Grizzlies. And what I thought would be a tough game. Uh, at the half, Golden State was ahead. 59-54. Uh, to 54, And then they controlled things the second half as well. Getting the win... 123 to 109. So let's talk about the game itself. Jordan Poole, who's pretty much the man when it comes to Seth Curry being out. They need somebody to step up, step in. Jordan Poole has done that. 32 points for him. Then you have Klay Thompson who if you get a 85% to 90% Clay Thompson. That definitely gives you a puncher's chance. So 24 points for him, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. And then Draymond doing Draymond Green things. 3 points for him, but 13 rebounds, 13 assists, and 2 blocks. This is the Draymond you want. A guy who's engaged, who's active. Uh, a guy like this who will help that team um at least tread water until steph curry gets back so so they get to win here in the loss for the grizzlies um i'm sure this is a a loss that uh won't go down well job morant led the way with 36 points eight assists seven rebounds a bit of a quiet game for Jarrett Jackson Jr. I thought he would explode in a game of this type. Just 11 points with just two rebounds. And not such a great game for uh, your combination of Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain. Well, remember, this is Desmond Bain's second game back, so uh, those two combined for 6 for 25 from the field. That's unacceptable for twenty two points um combined. That's not gonna get it done guys, that's for sure. As well as one for thirteen from three. So yeah, that's that's not gonna help you win many games. So so I I were Memphis and Taylor Jenkins, I would just file this one away and uh chalk it up to just, you know, bad games for those guys and just move forward. So so Golden State gets the win here against the Memphis Grizzlies. And then the final game was the close game uh Denver hosting the Phoenix Suns and winning in overtime 128 to 125. So in this game still Devin Booker is sidelined. The groin injury that has hampered him as of late. Uh, so he's, he's, um... In fact, he re-aggravates it in this game. So, uh, only playing four minutes in this one. So, uh, that groin injury, that's definitely going to be a thing of concern for them going forward. So, um... We'll see what happens in terms of, for the Phoenix Suns, who, uh, they're starting to come down to earth a bit, so, whereas Denver, they're starting to arise. Let's talk about Denver. Uh, Nikolai Jokic, uh, 41 points for him, 15 rebounds, 15 assists, so, he, um, you know, he, he's... He's he's an MVP. He's an MVP for a reason, guys. So, um, this type of output uh, doesn't surprise me in the least. So, getting it done for the Nuggets. Aaron Gordon, I've been singing his praises for a minute. 28 points for him, 13 rebounds. And then you have a Jamal Murray who's rounding himself back into shape. Uh, 26 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 who steals and now you got Michael Porter Jr. who's coming back from his injury Um, so it'll take some time he's got to get his legs back under him so uh, but he's a guy who he's a 20 point plus uh, scorer in this league when healthy so uh, will this will this uh, hurt Aaron Gordon maybe in the interim It's possible. It's very possible. Uh, Catavius Caldwell-Pulp, he has been a... I tell you what, um, that's a trade that, at least I spoke about, but not many people are paying attention to. I think it's one of those trades that, um, on the low, really helps uh, Denver. I think I mentioned it when I talked about this trade. Uh, C... uh, KCP, he spreads the floor. He allows guys to, you know, see more better looks because of his outside, um, him being the outside threat. So, yeah, I think he's been a solid addition. Of course, you got the likes of a Bones Highland. Uh, I would like to see more out of their bench. Uh, Bruce Brown has been, he's been very good for them as well. So, um, that's. Definitely would like to see more from this bench, but Denver is going to be a problem uh, going the rest of the way, that's for sure. Then again, Phoenix, I said, is coming down to earth. Uh, Landry Shamet from the bench, he scores 31 points with seven threes in this game, along with six assists. So he fills in the time uh, that's opened up with the Devin Booker injury. DeAndre Ayton, point 16 points, 16 rebounds, 2 blocks, 2 steals. And then you got CB3, 17 points, 16 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals for him. So, so you got uh, CB3 who's playing a bit better than he did uh, prior to his injury that kept him out a while. So, But... Uh, Phoenix is going to have to figure some things out. I know there's still the... Uh, DeAndre Ayton situation that still looms over their heads. Um, I think it's possible. I think Monty Williams is probably had... He's probably up to here with Aiton at this point. He's trying to motivate him and so forth. And, you know, he has his good days. He has his okay days. But I think if... If at all possible... If he were to... Bring in a center that could, you know... I'm not saying he has to be a 20-point scorer, 10-rebound guy, but... A guy who could really impose his will on the interior. Uh, imagine what they could do with a guy like a Rudy Gobert. Um, playing in the middle uh, for that team. So somebody like that with a presence inside. Um, I I don't think they sit on their hands come the trade deadline. I think if at all possible they're looking to make a move. I still say possibly keep your eye on a San Antonio um, situation where uh, Aiton could move to a situation like that. You bring back the center over there along with some other pieces to fortify your bench. Um, I don't think it's out the realm of possibility, guys. So um, I just say that's a situation where... That bears some watching, especially around the trade deadline. So, all right, guys, I think I'm going to cut it off here. Uh, short one, but you know, it was only the Christmas Day games, five games that were played. So, guys, we're about to turn the corner to a new year. So, uh, looking forward to all that that brings on the other side 2023. I expect nothing but exciting great things happening in the nba and all around basketball so once again guys i thank you for listening i thank you for sticking with this show here the all things basketball podcast with your boy gd here so um, so with that said have a great and safe new year guys take care and uh we'll talk on the other side all right take care So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at that at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is that at gmail.com. Also, on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and fan base. So once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.